Welcome to another dose of Teflon on Titanium. I am your host, Scotty G, back at it again. And today, let's talk about the manosphere and marriage, shall we? One of the biggest reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing with this particular project and this podcast and these uh, this these videos is because of the manosphere and the perspective out there that it's that it's a negative thing which it is to a degree it's about male self-improvement essentially so a lot of the masculine self-improvement stuff out there gets lumped into the manosphere really quickly when it comes to to ladies and it's a derogatory thing it's a that's kind of how they feel about it and i want to contrast my philosophy and my ideas with the garbage that you hear about, uh, specifically the Andrew Tates, uh, these uh, Andrew Johnson, I think is his name, the, the king of the manosphere or whatever, or president of the manosphere or whatever. I, I'm not those people uh, at all. Uh, I am an alternative to that kind of thing. I am about being a better dude. I'm about being a better husband about being a better father, just being a better man in general, without having all the the garbage. And that's what I'm going to contrast right now. So the biggest thing with the Manosphere and a lot of the the red pill community is they're completely against marriage. Um, Maybe the Manosphere isn't totally, but I know the red pill is. You've got incels, you've got MGTOW, all of this stuff out there, just thinking marriage is the ultimate sin. And I disagree totally, 100%. So they, they always quote the stats, half of marriages fail and you're going to lose all of the stuff that you've earned. Uh, you're going to pay alimony till the day you die. All of these things, I understand where that's coming from, but that's not a good message to be selling to our young men as far as I'm concerned. And I want to make sure that you know that that's not what I'm about. I'm about having a healthy marriage. I'm about being a better father and and having a good relationship. A lot of these guys that I see, they come off as bitter and just just nasty, honestly. And maybe they got hurt. Maybe maybe they're they're divorcees themselves. Maybe they're they just had a really bad experience with the legal system. I get that. There's a lot of people that I know that that have been through some some shit. But not everybody's like that. And one of the biggest criteria that I'm trying to get to, especially with younger men, is choose your spouse wisely. That is a huge deal when it comes to marriage. Wife material. A lot of guys don't know what wife material looks like because they have zero experience with women. And I want to... I want to educate you on that kind of stuff, but uh, but not in this particular episode. So marriage. Marriage is beautiful when it's done right. A lot of people just have never had a good experience with, or they haven't had a good model to to gauge where they are, where, what it should be. And that's where a lot of the problems occur. The statistic that says half of marriages fail I honestly think that that's a little skewed. When I look at the data of the GSS surveys and all of this stuff that people quote all the time, if you actually look at the stats, it's more like about 40% really when it comes to divorces. 
that's still pretty high, but that's of all marriages. And is that risky? Maybe. But in any risk, you hedge your bets, okay? If, if you're going to bet on a horse in a horse race, you're probably not going to bet on the slowest MFR in, in, <laughs> in the field. Yeah, the, the odds are the highest and you could make the most money, but the risk isn't worth the reward. And that's what I want to get at. It's, it, am I saying marriage is gambling? No, not really. If you know what to look for and you know what a healthy relationship looks like and, and the, the kind of woman that you're looking for, it's, it usually works out pretty well. The stats, if you look at the, the, the actual people that have the most successful marriage and the, the happiest people long-term, uh, they get married when they're 25, not when they're 19 or not when they're 35. They get married when they're 25, they're college educated. It doesn't really matter on race, but the statistics say that there are certain races out there, um, African-Americans in particular, uh, the stats are a lot worse when it comes to marriage and divorce. So all of these things play a, a factor in your choice of spouse, uh, where you sit in, in society. Just look at the, at the stats and figure out where you are and hedge your bets, okay? Plain and simple. Another thing that I don't like about the manosphere is the whole man up thing, okay? The man up thing. When, you are, when you're telling people that you need to man the fuck up all the time, what does that mean? Exactly. Most of these guys that I talk to or they come to to our space, a lot of them are awkward. They didn't have good father figures. They don't know what man up means. They just don't know what it is. So they look at an Andrew Tate. They look at these people that are putting out this uh, this Rolo Tomasi's. They try to model themselves after these, these guys. Why? Why? Okay. Andrew Tate, like I said, some of his stuff is really good. I like it. It's okay to be successful. It's okay to push yourself and and run businesses, but money ain't everything. Money ain't everything. I like to play uh, a game called Then What. Let's play the Then What game real quick. Okay, so then what? If you've made, if you got three supercars in your garage, then what? If you've got ten million dollars in cash in the bank, then what? Usually what occurs if you keep playing that game, at the end of those then what questions, it's typically your people. It's typically your friends, your family, your kids. That's what it comes down to in life, period. Eventually, it just comes down to the people that you're, you're surrounding yourself with. And that's huge. That's huge. So back to the man up thing. When you tell somebody to man up and they don't have a good example of what that means, they're completely lost. And that's an, that's one of the things that I really, really don't like about the manosphere. Um, yeah, I, I do think that men aren't as, as manly as they used to be. Is that their fault? Not really. You know, this society over the last 40, 50 years has changed dramatically. Uh, one of the biggest things is the fact that, you know, you don't have a whole lot of factory work anymore. You don't have as much agriculture anymore. And some guys are just lost and they, they're stuck in a cubicle. They're, they're not doing masculine jobs like, uh, like they did in the, the early 20th century. 
a lot of that stuff matters. And like I said, they just don't have good examples. All right. And, uh, and then there's one more thing about the manosphere that I really want to tackle the whole money muscles and game thing. Okay. That's a, that's a red pill thing. That's so the formula is money plus muscles plus game equals getting laid. That's great. If you're, if you're 20 to 25 years old, you do you, it's all good. If you, if you don't want to get serious with somebody and you want to just go out there and have fun and get laid, that's not bad advice, but it's terrible advice for somebody that's in like 35. Okay. 35 to 45. That's, that's really my target people. Uh, I'd love to get a hold of people that are, you know, 25 in that range because that's where we can really do some good. But if you're 35 to 50, that's that's mainly who actually um, comes to me. It's all good. It's not it's not too late. But when you buy into the whole money, muscles, and game equals getting laid thing, it's then what? Let's play the then what game, okay? Those things are great to have to increase your self-worth, your confidence level. It's going to make you feel good on the inside. It's going to be, you're going to have self-worth at that point. If you've, if you've succeeded, uh, you look good in the mirror, and you can talk a good game. All those things are great, but you're not doing that just to get laid. That's, that's my problem with this kind of stuff. You're doing that for you. You do that for you how you feel inside that is everything so the money muscles and game thing to get laid i just if you've got a 40 year old man telling people this i just i don't get it personally that's just me like i said i i understand it at age 20 i mean that that's the way i was too 20 to 25 that's that's the way i was at that age but if you've got a 40 year old man doing the same stuff that kind of thing I've got questions. I've got questions for that person, okay? And like I said, I'm not I'm not judging you, but when if that's the kind of product that you're selling people, I got questions, man. What do you want? What do you want in life? Then what? I saw an interview with Dan Bildsarian or whatever, how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, about a year ago and totally disgusting. This guy He's he's got muscles, he's got money, he's got game, he's got all this stuff, and he's he's got beautiful women surrounding him and all this kind of stuff. Great, that's that's all good. You do you. Uh, but I actually saw an interview with him speaking uh, with the, the guys with uh, from Fresh and Fit, and he was talking about how he was getting he was getting laid by this this model that was engaged and being graphic with with all of the stuff he was doing with this woman he knew he she was engaged she came on to him and she just and he just he had a lot of fun with her what the hell okay what kind of morals and what kind of ethics do you have as a person what kind of integrity do you have at that point okay that's my question you know like i said it is what it is it's all good you do you but the guy is 40 okay I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get that. And um, it is what it is. I mean, if you just want to, if you just want to bang, you do you. But, uh, but there's a lot more to life than just getting laid. Period. Okay. So let's go over some of the actionable advice 
that uh, I have for you if this is resonating, okay? Number one, the whole man up thing. Find a mentor. Find somebody that you want to emulate, okay? If you want to emulate Dan B and, and bang models that are engaged to other men, look him up, okay? Look him up. It's all good. If that's what you want for the rest of your life, it's all good, man. I'm not judging, okay? But I am telling you that there's a little more to life than that, okay? So find a mentor. Find somebody that's, I wouldn't say a, a father figure, but like a big brother kind of figure would be excellent if you're 35, 40 years old, and you're, not, you're kind of wallowing through life, you're not really feeling good about things. Take a look at somebody that's around you because they're, they're everywhere. There's a lot of really good guys, really good men out there. If you're, if you're surrounding yourself with dudes that are jobless, go from job to job, they're kind of a slob, overweight. If those are your, the, the friends in your circle, what happens is all of that stuff rubs off, okay? You are the average of those five people that, are, that, you, that you hang out with the most. That's a red pill thing for sure. Totally agree with that. That stuff's going to rub off on you. So be careful about who you who you spend your time with because that that stuff is contagious. All right, surround yourself with really good people, business owners, people that have their shit together, the the people that actually they're smiling a lot. Uh, Eors, stay away from the Eors. Bring people into your circle that you want to emulate. Okay, that's what man up means for me. Okay, um, they're everywhere. You just, you just may not have noticed them because a lot of guys that I talk to, especially passive guys that are socially awkward, they have a tendency to think those, those kind of guys are assholes, They're, you know, like me. Like you're going to hear, hear me talking and maybe you think I am sound like a prick, you know? That's all good. That's, that's your prerogative. But people like myself are willing to help you if you just put yourself out there. You know, just, hey, man, what are you, what are you doing um, Friday? Let's go to the golf course or whatever. I don't golf, but, uh, but it's something like that. Just try to spend time with people like that. Uh, another example, if you've got kids uh, out the, at the ball field, look for the guy that's smiling a lot, uh, that shows up with his wife. His wife is fit. He's fit. They, they, they give a shit. Those are the kind of people you want to emulate, and that's, what, that's the people that you want to invite into your circle. Okay? So find a mentor. All right, number two. Hang out with happy folks. <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of an extension of number one, really. But uh, if you're around yours all the time that are negative and they're just they're complainers, woe is me, they're victims. Find new friends. Okay, you don't have to completely turn your back on these kind of people, but you definitely want to evaluate how much time you're spending with somebody like that. Okay, your time is better spent. You know, you know, eating better, updating your style, uh, going to the gym, doing that for you, not to get laid. <laughs> okay, the muscles, money, and game thing, right? Um, th there's victim mindset kind of people. Just if you've got those kind of people in your circle, get get around other people that are going to be a positive influence in your life, and they're they're out there. Okay, just look for them. Okay, number three, marriage is great when done well. Okay, 
there's a uh, rich cooper actually says uh, what is it um uh, smart men don't marry that's one of his chapters in his in his book i totally disagree uh my intelligence levels may be a little higher than most um i am a i am i'm a doc highly educated and uh, i have no problem saying that i'm married okay been married for almost 20 years been with the same woman for 22 years and uh marriage is pretty good for me and uh if you if you go into the mindset of saying that marriage uh, smart men don't marry that's that's a problem in my book okay because if you if you have that mindset you're 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 not going to get married and not everybody should get married in my opinion okay some people don't have the skills to do it do i think that everyone can learn yeah i do most of the time they just didn't have good good examples growing up that's that's the common scenario that I see. But marriage is great when it's done well. It is all good. All right. If you don't think so, it's all good. Put it in the comments. T- check out my stuff. It's all good, man. Let me know. All right. Let's fix it. If you think that, think like that, give me a call. Okay. And uh, let's talk about it. Like I said, your prerogative. It's your life, my friends. And, uh, I am telling you that there is more to muscles, money, and gain, period. All right? And number four, life is not all about getting laid. Am I saying sex is a bad thing? No, I'm not. Okay? But if that's all you're about, and that's that's as deep as you go as a man, you do you. You do you. Am I saying that uh, my sex life is not that great because I've been married for two decades? Uh, it's it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. My wife and I are very happy in that regard. Okay? And way more than average. Okay? It can be done. You can have a sexy, fun marriage long term. People say that limerence uh, is only short term. If you're into the person that you're with, if you really care about them and you build a life with them, there's just, there's just, you start looking at life and you start wondering what else is there. Okay. Because it is, it's awesome. It's, it's an awesome thing. Marriage is great when done well. So the whole smart men don't marry. If that's, if that's how you feel, it's all good, buddy. Because um, going into a marriage with that kind of mindset, it's it's not going to go well for you, okay? So it's all good. So this is this is straight to the guys. And uh, if you disagree with this kind of stuff, it's all good, man. It's you do you. It is all good. Marriage is not for everyone. And uh, if you've been through a divorce, if you're currently dating after a divorce, learn from it, okay? Um, that's all I can say with that kind of stuff. What did you do wrong? Okay, it's not just the other person that's involved uh, in a divorce. It goes both ways. There's there's always two sides to every story. If you put yourself in her position, or if you put yourself in your ex-husband's position, if you're if you're a woman, what did you do wrong? Okay, if you can't do that, you're going to be doomed to repeat those failures. It's just, it's going to happen again because you didn't learn from it and you're just going to repeat it. So 
And I don't want that to happen to you. And I sure as heck don't want that to happen to anybody else or your children uh, because they're the ones that really suffer uh, with that kind of stuff. So marriage is wonderful, okay? And I wanted to get that out of here real quick here because um, I am not a manosphere guy. Uh, that kind of stuff. There are some really good things in the manosphere and uh, and honestly in the red pill stuff. Half of the stuff that they talk about does apply and I think it's a good thing. But man, oh man, the whole marriage is dead thing. Take a look at the the title of this of this of this organization. Marriage is not dead. It is not. And uh, if you have that idea, give me a try. Okay, keep listening and keep learning. And uh, I am willing to be your mentor. I am willing to be the the brother that you may not ever had. Um, and I'm definitely would love to be the person that you want to emulate. Okay. And, uh, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm not trying to be cocky, but, uh, I've got a great marriage and, uh, it just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. So if that's what you want, keep listening. All right. So until next time, see y'all and be desirable.